The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is the Groots, and I am initially introducing this episode solo because we experienced some technical difficulties with uh, the microphone and the recording, and with the help of Hobbit, we're able to save the episode without having to re-record it, which is awesome. However, that said, some of the audio uh, will shift a little bit throughout this episode, but we had so much fun recording it, so please enjoy this experience and to ramp up what we're talking about i'm gonna say so that we're about to do is a little relevant accidentally to current events yeah, yeah. I hit hard. Maybe yeah. a little harder than i expected strangely <laughs> yes yes um so let's introduce the panel i of course am the groots f you hunter and our guest today is katie hi hello hi. katie <laughs> how do we know you um, I, uh, I work with, uh, Hunter's wife, so I, Fantastic. yeah, so I, I asked to be on the podcast for my birthday and you guys delivered, so. Yeah, she had yeah. expressed some interest, we're always looking for new guests, so we thought, all right, and holy shit, man, you picked out a doozy for uh, her first episode. I loved this movie. Holy oh, shit. Oh my goodness. And this is actually your birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Here's a weird fucking movie. Have yeah. we had any birthdays on the podcast before? I don't, I don't like, think so. Day of birthdays? I don't know. Yeah, no. I think the closest is when we used to do our showings. One of the showings was on my birthday. That's yeah. about the closest, go. yeah. God, I, I long for the time that we can actually have live showings uh, again. Oh, yes. <sighs> Which is funny because one of the early movies that we showed there was Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yep. Which stars... Same actress that's in the movie we're covering tonight. And that movie is She. She, 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 she. <laughs> this is a post apocalyptic, uh, weird ass fantasy. Yeah, the rules of it being post apocalyptic kind of go out the window. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so, yeah, it takes, it takes place in the near future, but. Like, it's post-apocalypse, but, like, there's weird-ass shit going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. There's a lot. This, this movie is a lot. In any case, this came out in 1984, and it was directed by a guy named Avi Nesher, who did mostly Israeli-based genre movies throughout his career. I looked that, that up, yeah. What does that mean? Like, he's an Israeli director, okay. so, so most of the movies he did um, were... Probably in, I mean, they were all made in Israel, uh-huh. with the exception of this one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, he doesn't have any, like, huge releases. Like, okay. kind of smaller stuff. I was trying to figure out if everybody was dubbed, but it doesn't seem like I it. Do, that was one thing that I was wondering about, too, because it said it was country of origin was Italy. And, like, oh, I was like, and it didn't say, like, English, blah, blah, blah. Like, it literally just said Italy, so I thought, oh, is it dubbed? But no, they're, they're clearly speaking, so it's definitely not dubbed. Well, this, uh, it's very common for movies in this era, especially the post-apocalyptic ones, uh, to all be shot in Italy. Yeah. Like, That's all the so ones, like, you know, the New Barbarians, like, 2019 Which, Fall you, of New York. You like, keep talking about the New all Barbarians. These, yeah, like, all these movies, so many of these movies were made in Italy or Spain, and, uh, just because it was cheaper to shoot over there, and they, and they would just make movie sense. after movie after movie. Yeah. You know, like, Fred Williamson would go over there and do, like, you know, a black exploitation movie and a spaghetti western and a post-apocalyptic movie, just and he'd just, like, hang, out, hang out for six months and make, like, five <laughs> movies over there, you know? I never heard of this movie. You brought this up, and I was like, what is this? And I looked at the trailer, and this is in the 80s, and it's weird because the production of it, it like you are saying, is pretty cheap. And I think about movies that came out the same year, like Ghostbusters and yeah. things like that. And 
it's so weird because you think this movie would have come out like in the 70s or something like that, but nope, nope, it's the 80s. There's definitely a difference between like like a Hollywood movie, yeah. obviously, uh, that, <laughs> and, and something like this, which is going to be made on the cheap. You know, Lucio Fulci, Fulci and like all those guys were, were making these movies over there that were just like cheap, 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 one after the other. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. Same thing with like the uh, spaghetti westerns in the late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. They were just one after the other. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, it was just cheap to shoot over there. And this just happens to be one of the better. Because there's a lot of trash. Oh, yeah. Like straight now up this, like like garbage movies that come out of this I wouldn't say era. this is trash. It's kind of amazing. It's, it, it's the definition of the title of our podcast. It's, it's a beautiful disaster. This it's is, goddamn. Yes, this is a diamond in the rough because... Uh, and full disclosure, uh, I actually... Because I was working on my days off, I I missed the last thirty minutes of this movie, and from so you're going to discover as we go through. I'm going to discover. Oh, yeah, to see his reaction live. Oh, Yay! <laughs> but what I saw was so fucking bananas and so special. It, it is you are right. It is exactly this podcast kind of movie. Before we get into the plot question mark. <laughs> Yeah, um, there is a movie that I've been a huge fan of that came out in the, I guess, late or mid-2000s, uh, Doomsday, directed mm-hmm. by uh, the guy that directed The Descent, right? The Descent. And one of my favorite things about that movie is that it's sort of post-apocalyptic, but throughout the movie, there's different genres of movie where literally it's cannibals, and then you go into where there's another gang that's medieval and everybody's wearing armor <laughs> yeah. and I thought that's that's one of the things I loved about the movie this movie which predates that by a lot fucking does the exact same thing some people <laughs> still have electricity it. other people it's candles all fucking day like yeah alright yeah that's uh, alright let's, let's dive the fuck in so it comes up and it literally first thing it says is year 23 after the cancellation which I'm like okay all right. And we find out the cancellation is we don't because they never fucking explain it. That's the only time it's ever mentioned ever is literally the title, like the first card on the screen. Well, I love the that intro too with all the the animations because the ghosts and stuff that pop out look like those shitty tattoos you see on like those old bikers that clearly <laughs> have the ink come out yeah. of it, and it's kind of like, is that a go a ghost? Is oh oh, ooh. and the animation tells you. Nothing. Literally nothing <laughs> about the movie you're about to watch. Right, it's like, okay, so we're going to see Explode. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some movies Sorry. you have animation, and they kind All of, right. like, yeah. So, nope. my, so, my, so my hopes of getting a little bit of, like, information at the very end about why <laughs> things happen were just dashed. Yeah, no, exactly. No, 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 no indication. No, no, no. All right, so the cancellation could have been nuclear war. It could have been... A virus, a pandemic. Yeah. It could have been any number of things. However... Everyone is living uh, in basically in the past. Yeah, like there's no modern technology. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I didn't, I, I didn't there's, see any yeah, cars yeah, in what any, I saw. I didn't see any computers. Didn't see any phones. And we're still riding horses, donkeys. Yeah. Right. Like you said, some people have electricity. Most people don't. They don't explain who gets what. But uh, let's just we go into it. There's other brothers. Am I right? They are brothers, okay. which I did not realize until I read the synopsis after the movie was over, and I was like, "Oh, they're brothers." Because they girl, look nothing alike. Yeah, and the girl that they're with is their sister, and I'm Who like, "Looks nothing, nothing like." Yeah, there's one brother <laughs> okay. that looks that's big, big dude, blonde hair, kind of looks like, and I don't think it's the same actor, but looks like the bad guy from Superman Four: Quest for Peace. All right? <laughs> exactly it does. What it looks like it yeah. does kind of look. I don't like know him. if it's him, but. It looks just like that motherfucker. The other guy... He reminded one, me of Flash Gordon a little bit. Yeah. That, yes. 100%. The other brother, the dark hair brother, looks like, if anybody's a fan of Fly of the Concords, looks like not Jermaine, but the other oh dude... Oh, my God. Oh, what's his name? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, no, I feel you it. got pretty much Superman 4 villain and the dude from Fly of the Concords as brothers that don't look anything alike. Different and different parents. hot-ass sister that looks nothing like them. So they go to the local village. Which is called Heaven's Gate. Yes. Which I thought was hilarious because this came this took place in nineteen what in nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. The Heaven's Gate was running from nineteen seventy four to nineteen ninety seven. So Heaven Gates was still a cult yeah. when this was happening. <laughs> so I'm like, oh Whoops. Okay. 
I doubt it was a reference. It was probably just a happy accident. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it was kind of one of those things that was like, oh, you okay. You named it. Okay. As you go into this village that looks like, you know, a peasant village from Game of Thrones. And it's got like a Except flea market. they've got, yeah, they've got a flea market selling Rice Krispies. And those Kellogg's boxes. Yeah. All, right? But in pristine condition, right? And by the way, that's the only time for the most part in the movie we see anything remotely commercial uh, in the entire thing. Well, they, they, they come because they, they're coming from the other side. They're yeah. bringing wares from the other side, which I'm just like, what's that? And the other side is literally that boat the, that has a crank, crank that they just crank to go from one side to the other. I'll be honest, they are discovering this land almost for the first time. But we're talking what? A 10 minute swim if they didn't have the thing, but they're like, oh, we've traveled long distances well, of cranking this for 10 minutes to get to this other side of the Maybe the, the water's all radioactive. Who knows, bro? Yeah, that's, that is true. <laughs> and they had a donkey, you know? So brothers are all just hanging out, and all of a sudden, dun dun dun, in rolls in the Norks, right? Yes. <laughs> the not the Norks. Yeah, the, the Norks, which is, and again, this is where it's a little relevant to today. The Nazis. This is what they think they look like. Yeah. Because that's... No. What's crazy is that it's like if you took Nazis and blended them with, um... God damn it. The fucking different gangs and, um... The Warriors? The Warriors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just splash them together because you literally have this, this gang and you've got a boxing Nazi, another Nazi that has zombie makeup. Like, they're all have... They're not all in uniforms, except for the swastika. Besides that, it's... Kind of do your own thing. You're part of the right. gang. So and like no, no, you can't have two boxing Nazis or two. Everybody has their own thing, and that's your thing. All right. There so. you go. I love the during the fight scene when they all start coming into the thing. The football one is actually running drills. Yep. I'm like, what are you doing? Now the <laughs> heroes, and I'm gonna say this very gingerly. The heroes of the movie, the two brothers. Then this is a trend that happens throughout this movie. These yes. guys. They seem to always get their ass, either ass beat or captured. All right, they they yeah. suffer a lot. I I didn't even know they were brothers. I just called them the dudes. Yeah, the dudes. yeah. <laughs> but their sister in the process, um, they harpoon her because there's a comes out. there's a there's a scuba Nazi. I forgot to mention the scuba Nazi. <laughs> scuba oh, scuba Nazi. Exactly yeah, right. scuba exactly Steve Nazi is. who literally is wearing a scuba outfit. And just to make sure he stays in character, has one of those harpoon things, fucking harpoons the sister, ranks her in, drags her along, brothers are fucked. So. Yep, yep. And uh, I guess it's at some point they kind of get saved by she, right? Doesn't she intervene? No, 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 no. no, no, no. So it cuts straight to the chanting. Yeah, like, they, they no you leave. No. Yeah, you leave the the sister king canal. The brothers got their ass beat, and then we get introduced to the kingdom of she, in which there's a chant. I can't remember. She. Uh, she. That's right. Yeah, she. She. she yeah. Yeah. Yes. She. Over and over again, yeah. and um, then you kind of find out that she has her their thing because again, I guess every gang or kingdom has their own thing, and her thing is is you know it's dominated by women. She's in yeah. control, and they grab dudes and chain them to a rock and then she picks out one she's like okay i'm gonna rape you and then murder you as a sacrifice now what's great about this is by the way is that it's usually about four <laughs> dudes around the rock some motherfuckers are fighting to get the way they some are, are like pulling so and hard. almost like they're dancing in place other ones have just given up or just casually almost waiting like they're like i know i'm gonna die but I might get laid right before I die. <laughs> because some are very casually just laying on the rock, just kind of waiting, while other ones are like, get me out of here. I mean, there's worse ways to die. <laughs> you're going to get saying. laid beforehand. And that's what I'm saying. I think some of them are like, well, if you're going to go, you got to go. Uh, but, of course, I know this is crazy, but, uh, yeah, the uh, two brothers go into the town next to the she village and trying to find help. And they run into a courtesan. Yeah, she gives them a little, you know, winky wee eye. That was that was so weird. They were just that like, was... that, like eyebrow, eyebrow, eyebrow. Yeah, because well, Blondie didn't really give a shit. But right, Flight of the Concourse dude was Man. all about her. It was like we need oh, to yeah. do this. Yeah, it's always like that. They they never really decide together. It's just one of them makes a decision, and then they just end up. In well, trouble. it makes sense because because the blonde uh, Adonis. 
Yeah, probably <laughs> lands more of the tail of the of the duo. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I mean, other dudes like, hey, she's winking at me. All right. <laughs> but pretty much, I guess, uh, she uh, blatantly drops something in the food, and she yep. feeds him. Of course. Again, Fly the Concords dude is not on his A game. He's chowing down, oh, and Blondie good. is like looking at it, and he's like, "I don't know." She's like, "Don't you want to eat?" And that's all it takes to talk him into eating. He's like, "Yeah, you do make a good point. You did put food in there. I'm <laughs> gonna, I guess I should eat it." He takes two bites. They both pass the fuck out. Poison, poison, poison. Uh, Concords dude fucking wakes up with in the, the pigs. in the pig. Pan. He kept hitting the pigs. He kept yeah. I'm like, "Would you stop?" Yeah, he's kind of an asshole about that, but I mean. <laughs> Blondie wakes up, and I guess he originally wasn't he on the rape rock. Was he set up on the rape rape rock? He might have been. All I know is that like directly after he had to walk. Yeah, and that's where I guess they they don't always fuck and kill the guys on the rape rock. Some of them they're like, we also have this weird game of pin the tail on the donkey, but instead of a donkey, you're blindfolded, and there's spikes everywhere, and you they just kind of see how a dude will kill himself by tripping on the spikes. It's a weird game. I mean, like... Which he... I mean, he, he runs that gauntlet, and yeah. he falls on many spikes. I'm yes, like, with you're dead, dude. Very realistic blood. Yeah, that's real blood. And then, of course, you know, these, <laughs> these hot Amazonian women are like, you know... Pushing them back and forth, yeah, disorienting. Them. It's just weird. That's their game. I mean, like, like they can right. come up with like gladiator battle or something. They're like, eh, just blindfold him and see how many spikes he fucking trips over. It's pretty funny. But you see skulls all around there. So obviously, motherfuckers have died doing this. He gets pretty fucked up, and they just go, "All right, well, he'll bleed out. So bye bye." And they just leave him to bleed out. <laughs> but he gets picked up by a doctor of some sort. It has multiple. German Shepherds. Yeah. And loves some fucking pornos because he has a whole wall. Oh, yeah. The first scene is you cut to his doctor's office. I, I don't even use that term his very lightly. Yeah. And it cuts. There's a whole wall of uh, like 80s porno mags. Just, with the beakers yeah. next to it with the, like, the smoke so coming out of it. He loves helping heal motherfuckers and whatever else is going on there. So, um, so I guess... Blondie gets better. Doesn't he free at this point? He frees. Yeah, he heals up, and he finds. Um, yeah, and he escapes and finds his bro. Who then? And when he leaves, he punches that woman in the face, and it's the most fake punch I've ever. Oh, like, dude! Like, I got something to say about that punch because, like, he finds his brother. That was kind of awesome, though. And <laughs> and he just walks up to the to 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 the to the whore that like seduced them, right? Yeah. And just like. Knocks her ass yeah, out. Yeah, it wasn't like a big slap. He literally fucking cold cocks her out. And, and <laughs> that was kind of amazing. And his brother basically said, and it's not verbatim, but like it, I'm going to quote the, the filter song, Hey Man, Nice Shot. Because he basically <laughs> said something like, Hey, nice shot. Yeah, you know? good job, man. He was like, Bam. He does have some good one liners in this movie. Oh, God. Okay, we're getting to my first of many bonkers, insane scenes. So yes. we leave the brothers for a second, and then she has to venture to the out, out of the kingdom. Oh, yeah. Which, out of the kingdom, by the way, is a gate with barbed oh, wire, <laughs> but that you just push open. It's not very, like, secure. Oh, yeah, I was secure. expecting her to, like, do a thing, yeah, and then she she's just trapped. Yeah. She's got swords. She's got daggers on her back. She's got daggers on her side. And her armor is toga. Yes. With... <laughs> Stuff kind of underneath. May, I hope so. Because she gets fucked up in but this she, fight. Here's here's what's so goddamn amazing. So she rolls up, and there's a fuck ton of crates, like I guess from the pre-cancellation days, that are all just in this cave, right? It looked like reject props from Escape from New York. Yes, yes. That's yeah, that's just I was like, that's all I could think of. And you're like, okay, so she starts walking. All of a sudden, dun dun dun. One of the crates opens up, and it's a fucking dude with fucking armor who goes to attack her. She fucking defeats him, walks a little bit further. Another crate opens up, another dude. And you're like, and this is where I, I, I had to stop it for a second and go, wait a second. Are these dudes literally sitting in these crates just waiting for a motherfucker to come down here? Just, like, standing like, all right, when somebody comes, they're going to fucking surprise them. Now, the one dude in a crate... And then the other dude in another crate is one thing. 
She defeats them. But then they have a bigger crate that opens up with three motherfuckers. With which, samurai swords. Which, yeah, with samurai swords. But also says that those motherfuckers stood into that crate for hours, days, waiting for someone to come down into that area so they could bust over to surprise them with the crate opening. <laughs> Do you think they practiced? Do you think they're like, all right, so I'm like, oh, you're going to jump out. And yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, it, it was almost thing. all right, all right, Bob, you're first in line, so you wait till but she you gets... you went first last yeah. time. Okay, well, fine. You okay. should go first. Okay, so she defeats all of them, and the last one as they're fighting stabs the crate, and you're like... And I thought, honestly, they were setting up, so when they, the, the guy stabs the crate, you were going to see blood come out of the crate. Oh, there was another dude waiting. No. This movie goes... Fuck you for even trying to pretend like you know what's going to happen. Because, no, not a dude. Frankenstein. Fucking <laughs> robot Frankenstein's monster fucking bust out. And at first you're like, why does this dude look kind of weird? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, is that Frankenstein? I was like, no, it couldn't possibly. And then she ripped the oh. bolt out of his neck. And I was like, oh my god, it's Frankenstein. Yeah, then she rips his head off. And it explodes. It legitimately... Yeah, it explodes. There's wires. So let's just go back for a second. In the medieval areas with no electricity, but there are robot Frankenstein monsters just sitting in crates. I have to say, this is 19- this might be this might be our longest episode, dude. Because they're, they're we're in literally the first twenty minutes of this fucking movie, but the fact right? It's only the first twenty minutes. Yeah. This is a pro <laughs> like this movie just filmed in that sequence a proto video game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this is 1984, yeah, before, it, like, video games were, like, double much... double dragon action, man, like... Dude, yeah. <laughs> this is legit, like, she went from the first couple of encounters to, like, the three dudes to the fucking, like, robot Frankenstein, and it's like, what the actual fuck is happening? And she passes, she clears all yeah. those all and, those. And here's the thing, dudes. is, look, one of my favorite 80s movies is Crawl, and that motherfucker goes through fucking shit to get certain things to find his princess, right? So I assumed she just battled fucking five dudes in different crates and a fucking robot Frankenstein's monster. What amazing fucking weapon, or what has she gone there for that's come to find out it's a hot tub. There's a hot spring, and she's like, oh, good. Being guarded by somebody from Game of Thrones. Yeah, some old lady that has weird, like... Does she just live there? To you, you will seek the prize of whatever. And she looks at her, and it's like, okay, cool. And then just gets naked and hops in the hot tub. Like, almost like, cool lady. But it's a magic jacuzzi. Apparently, yeah. this is not just, like, a, a one and done. Apparently, like, it's a cycle. Like, so she has to do this. the question with that, then, is... is so she battles these crate warriors all the time, and at what point do they just not wait in the crates? Could you just pop out well, anyway? She killed them. So then does that mean that they have like a like they cycle people through? Like is more there... than like I guess when she leaves, the old lady hops them off her like stool that she just sits at and yep. and like all right, let's move around some more. So, right, so what's the prophecy? So well, the prophecy is that she's going to meet someone that's going to lead to her demise. Yeah, like, he's going to claim her heart. Yes. Yeah. And she ends up going back to uh, her her people, and she is like, "All right, I've got this dude." And by the way, the brothers have escaped, but they're laying low, like right. faking escape. So, uh, dude is tied up. The yeah, blonde she, one. Well, because yeah, that's what I'm saying. She she gets done with the hot, the healing hot tub prophecy, you know, adventure. And it's like, man, you know what I need. I need some raping and stabbing to I get all that sacrifice. out. Yeah, like I need a sacrifice. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day. And she goes there to go get Flash Gordon, you yeah, know, or whatever's nuts, and uh, and and she's about to like stab his ass as he's tied up, tied up on, yeah. on the bed, and of course he rolls away because it's you know he had already escaped and he was just faking it, <laughs> and. Uh, and the other brother pops out, and it's then they fucking kidnap her ass. Yeah, pretty easy, by the way. For a warrior of her skills, did not take much to kidnap that her. That was the thing that got me. I was like, you literally kick these guys' ass, and yeah. then you get kidnapped that easily? Like, what yeah. happened? Just, I Are guess you tired? she was tuckered out from all the battling crate warriors earlier that day. I guess. But so they, <laughs> they grab her and they make it to this weird abandoned factory. Then oh, yes. as, they're, as they're hanging out, the Fly the Concords motherfucker 
looks over at her and it's like, ooh, time to grope her. And I'll be honest, I, I watched this with Charlotte and Charlotte's like, oh, that's kind of gross. And I was like, it is, except for the fact that she does rape motherfuckers and kill them. I feel like they're pretty even. Like, that's creepy that he's doing that, but she also, like, rapes dudes and kills them, all right? So we're on the same kind of level here, okay? Let's just kind of put it where it is. True, true. Yeah. The whole reason they kidnap her is because she knows the way, the path to get to the nooks, right? Isn't that the whole reason that they kidnap her? She does, but she then she forgets. Yeah. Initially, she sells them, or they, they're like, okay, she knows how to get to find our sister. Yeah. But then later in the movie, she seems very confused and almost introduced to different areas throughout the kingdom. <laughs> so I, she might have been full of shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But they, sh- they're there, and then bum bum bum, next gang shows up, chainsaw wielding lepers. Yes. They, what the fuck? Well, they call themselves mutants. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But but they, that's what they, I call. I lepers. literally wrote in here chainsaw lepers as well. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they yeah. wake them up by tapping them with chainsaws. Chainsaw which again, the, the rules of this world are way the fuck off because they've got gasoline for the fucking chainsaws, where everybody else is fucking using swords and shit like that, and then <laughs> they decide to throw them in this compactor. Trash compactor. Yeah. I literally put Star Wars wall yeah. on my notes. Which then says, those motherfuckers have electricity because they're like, create that shit on. And you're like, look at all these other suckers earlier in the movie that are like not using electricity at all. These fucking lepers are like gasoline power chainsaws, fucking compactors. They've got it. They're just lepers. I mean, I, don't, I guess that's how it and works. During the scene, we got to talk about the banging 80s soundtrack. Oh, oh yes. song. Oh, that is something that, yes. that happens. That song throughout. is like, rescue me. Oh, that's like, something oh, I, I forgot to mention is throughout this movie, like you're watching goddamn heavy metal. That shit cranks up and it's not like slightly in the background. It's the, like, we're, we want to release this movie as music videos, all right? Mm. I need to find this soundtrack. Yes. It's yeah. Rad. Legit. Uh, but if you told me it was connected to this movie, I wouldn't believe you. So yeah, so then the uh, then uh, she's Amazon fucking warriors like her, come yeah, like her side, her like her main commander. Yeah, yeah, them. like that whole cadre comes to come rescue her because they've yeah. been like trying to track her after she got kidnapped. And they get in there and just start pushing buttons. They do. Yeah, they're not I'm very like, good at this. They're I'm just like, what are you doing? Well, but they're not used to electricity, so oh, that's they're true. just like button, button, button. But eventually they stop it. When they go into the room, it looks like it's gotten all the way closed. Motherfuckers are dead, except Blondie figured out how to rip out the bars of the window area in the compactor. (laughs) Okay. Um, Which, A, why is there a window in the compactor? And B, if you're going to kill people, lepers, maybe don't have a window in your compactor, okay? Unless that's their thing to get off on as they stand outside to watch it. But, yeah, so... They save the day. The you know she's uh, warriors pretty much rip off some arms, kick and the clip up her ass. Them go. Yeah, like, she's just like yeah, whatever. That she's was like, hilarious, yeah. by the way. Yeah, the Amazons fucked up the uh, chainsaw lepers, but I love the leader because the leader literally she yanks his arm off. And he's like eh, whatever. <laughs> he was like, I told you to watch the arm. Yeah, like <laughs> it's uh, like just pull the fucker off, and I was like ah. <laughs> but then all right, so the brothers and she. And you're like, oh, these guys are fucked. But she's they're like, back to being captured. But she lets him go. Yeah, she's like, you know. Yeah, and I the the com, the commanding Amazon lady, the her like her side person was just like very whiny. God she's like, damn. Oh my god, why don't yeah, you? Yeah, don't you let's want a let's get execution? in. Let's get into that real quick because she is whiny. For the ninety <laughs> percent of this movie, she's like, "I don't wanna. Like, why I, do you want to do that? How are you the second in charge? She's like, when do we have to do this? I don't like it. Like, she's <laughs> like a twelve-year-old on a family trip that is just really upset. Like, I don't want to go there. Uh, so yeah, they let the dudes go, and they <laughs> and then they follow them. <laughs> and yeah. then they're like, "Yeah, we're interested to see what happens to these guys." So well, they go phone. She, she and her whiner and, and chief. <laughs> whiner chief. Um, <laughs> fucking decide, all right, everybody else go. We're going to follow because these dudes literally, have, we've seen them get captured like three times already. If we're not their backup, these assholes won't make it, but maybe another mile down the road. 
And, uh, yeah, that's... So, uh, these guys, they roll into this weird-ass, like, <laughs> looks like an ancient Greek, like... Toga party. Yeah. Toga parties. Toga orgy, like, yeah. It's like, you ever seen Star Trek The Next Generation? It's Ryza. Yeah, exactly. Okay? It's but like it's more, like the fantasy planet where everybody bones, you know? But with more blown-up balloons. Mm-hmm. Because it's like this pool, everybody's in togas... And then a fuck ton of, I guess there was a party city near them at one time. <laughs> because not helium balloons, but literally just blown up balloons like a birthday party all over the fucking place. <laughs> so, but yeah, brothers are like, this place seems pretty fucking chill. And they do a, yeah, yeah. They have a the, winking session. They have yeah, wink, God wink, damn. Wink. Like, with the gap tooth yeah, check. Yeah, like, she's oh, just like. You wink, wink. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I want to say, like the, the, like, the leader, the head honcho of this place was quoting uh, uh, a Yeats uh, poem. Uh, and he ended with, like, tread softly because you tread on my dreams. Which I remember that line from Equilibrium, if you remember that really? movie. Yeah. But, uh... You're talking about the dude that looked like the guy that sang uh, Rock Me Amadeus, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the actual singer of that, but that dude looked just like that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And then they they, they invite them in, they have, like, a doo-wop dance. Well, no, like, first the they, get, they tell them, well, this is the night we dress up. All right, so... Concord's motherfucker gets a full tux. He's got the <laughs> whole thing. Right. Blondie is like, we got a suit and we got a tie... That's all we got. So you get kind of dressed up. So Blondie's got a tie on, no shirt, and a suit coat. Why are we dressing up? It's come on, guys. See, and then then they start putting music on and they start dancing. And Flight of the Concords guy starts biting the woman aggressively. Yeah, like dude, what are you Which doing? We'll find out. Is really kind of silly for what we discover later on that night. But, yeah, you think he's going to, like, oh, I guess I'm a little, he's a little drunk or whatever. Like, no, he's, like, chomping down, trying to bite this chick. And you're like, the fuck is going on? Is this, like, his foreplay while they're dancing? And the brother's just, like, watching him, like, yeah, that's him. I'm like, what? I guess he's a biter. <laughs> so then we get to the nighttime where everybody Slumber sleeps, party. Slumber party. Everybody's passed out. And very, very gradually do we see everybody start transforming at a very slow pace. And by slow pace, I mean, let's put a little glue and then add some hair. And then here's the dollar store vampire slash werewolf teeth. Put these in. Because Allah, they are not werewolves. Yeah, probably swear werewolves. Yeah, yeah. I, and I couldn't really tell. Like, obviously, like I guess they wouldn't be traditional vampires because like they were out in the day, but they didn't really transform into full werewolves either. They yeah, were some they were kind just, of something. Yeah, I think they're more werewolves, but it was just kind of weird how the transformation was. They all kind of got sweaty, and then the next time you see them, it's really cheap. Yeah, started getting itchy. And the next thing you know, it's very cheap makeup applied to their face. Oh, yeah. And very blatant dollar store vampire werewolf teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, they, those, and then they were cannibal poly werewolves because you find out the meal that they were getting served that night was human. Was human because she and, you know, the whiner, you know, and chief fucking roll up into the kitchen right before they bust in there. And it's not like you might have like a arm or leg they've got a dude's head in, in the pot in the pot just sit, they hit you over the head yeah they eat motherfuckers all right that's a dude's head okay yep and they have themselves a fight however yeah. that's when uh she and her you know captain or whatever <laughs> come in to help out wow the, yeah. the, all those the jumping off the cushions, like the guy hitting the couch. I was like, I saw that in the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is great. This is gonna be yeah. Fantastic. This was a weird fight scene of and, like, slow cir- motion. Like, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. He's like, we're gonna jump on this couch. Oh my god. Yes. <sighs> all so, right. So they get out of that situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god. My potentially my favorite one. They come to next. Which oh is, my god. They're going and then they start seeing banners and flyers. Is it Godan? Godan, yeah. And it's like a communist propaganda one of this dude's face. And I'm not talking about they walk by a building and there's one plaster. 
motherfucker, again, I feel oh, like they yeah. must have had electricity for a copying machine because that <laughs> thing is fucking plastered goddamn everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not one wall. It's on one wall, eight goddamn flyers that go down. Like, they turn around, a door, go down. Fucking every, like, this dude is like, I want to make sure before you get anywhere where you're talking by, you know I'm in fucking charge, all right? He had the post-apocalyptic uh, marketing budget yeah. down. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's just like, all right, so first thing, I got to copy your machine, conquer this world, and then let everybody know who I am. I'm a badass motherfucker. And then just scatter some dead bodies along. Yeah. Like, I need you know. flags. I need banners. I need flyers. I need everything. Oh god! So Godan, yes, yeah, oh, yeah. he's man. he's the commie dude. I don't know if it's commie. He just decided that was his because it's kind of a play. I think I think it's supposed to be a G. That was that his motif. Used. Yeah, was he used oh. the, the hammer sickle, but oh. used it as a G. So that yeah. was his. Oh, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, for his marketing, whoever his mark, you know, his his main person for marketing said, "Look, you want to have a good face, all right? Get a good photo." And then you want something that's going to put it in everybody's head that your name starts with a G. And that's what he did throughout the entire town. And, of course, they get in there, and it it's weird because it looks almost like a monastery. It looks like they're yeah. monks. Yeah, there's, like, ninja monks with uh, axes just, exactly. like, coming out the wazoo. And I'm like, where did you and guys The roles from? with the, the monks also is kind of weird because some feel the need to wear, like, mask or cover their face. Right. Other ones don't. But there's no real, some are just kind of like, ugh. Like, they're almost embarrassed to be part of this. Uh, cover the face, because I don't want you to know I'm part of this gang, because we, we kind of suck. The however, you know, our protagonists are, are faring well in this fight until Uh-oh. Godan shows up, bum, bum, bum. Oh and <laughs> his eyes glow green, and he has telekinesis. <laughs> what that, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you go straight up against the wall, and that's all they can do. And I'm like, oh. See, God. for a minute there, I thought Godan might be another <laughs> werewolf. Because the dude had Robin Williams level arm hair <laughs> that was very distracting. Because, like, dude, as we get introduced to him being carried in, all right? Like, oh, that's right. He was yeah. on a thing. Yeah, he was on what, what are those things where there's like four dudes and you're on a chair. Like in Egypt. Yeah, yeah, whatever that thing's called. Basically, yeah. Because yeah, he's like, I know I'm all powerful, but you know what? Bring me to the living room. It's like, like a portable throne. Yeah, because it's, it's not like they walked him down the city streets. They're literally in one room in this palace, and they bring him in on that thing into the other room. We're talking about 10 feet. This dude is really fucking lazy, all right? But yeah, he rolls up. They start trying to fight back, and then he green eyes them, and that green eyes throws one against the wall. And you learn, yeah, this, this is why this guy's in charge of these people. He's got power powerful green eyes yeah yeah look at me with your special eyes yeah <laughs> and then we uh we find out i guess the bros the bros just say okay we're with you yeah and the she and <laughs> surprise her, surprise oh my god and she is like no no like this is not i'm not gonna back down whatever blah like you can take me but you know i'm, I'm not backing down so they're like all right because she won't bow. That's right. Yeah, She's like, I she won't bow. bow. I yeah. won't bow The bros are so quick to bow. They're like, oh, you guys yes, really have power. We're cool, man. Yeah, we're on your side. She's like, I'm the queen of blah, blah, blah. And then we cut to the torture scene. And this movie full on is like, all right, we're turning this into a Motley Crue video. Because they've got <laughs> her on the rack. And the me- the fucking soundtrack is cranked to a, a 10 and they're fucking jamming out <laughs> 80s rock while she's being tortured. I was like, when does the band hop up and show up? Because everything that you would have in a Motley Crue video was there, <laughs> except so for Motley Crue. Oh, that is so correct. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I can't wait for Motley Crue to show oh my up. God. I was like, this is oddly sexual. Like, yeah, because the camera like zooms in on her, and the, the fucking metal, like the guitar cranks yeah. up, and they're whipping her, and it's just like, you gotta! It was like all the 80s you could have, like... And yeah, they're just torturing the shit out of her. The threat to brand her. Yeah. Which, like, well, that took forever. They didn't end up doing it, but like, like, how long did he have that thing in her face and she yeah. tried to inch it away from it in a way? In a way. In a... I love how they cut away because you see them getting tortured, right? And then you cut to the two brothers that are sitting down with some of the monks at the table. Now, I don't know why they did this, but literally, it's torture room. And the next room over is dining room. So as everybody's trying to eat, you can hear the women screaming, and you can see the brothers are like, um, 
do we really eat right next to the torture area? <laughs> Seems kind of fucking weird. <laughs> like, like yeah, we like to listen to women screaming in pain while we, you know, scarf down our supper, okay? It's they, a thing we do. And then Godin's, like, woman in charge, um, he tells her to bring she to his bedchamber. Yep. She does not like that. She is not happy about that. And so... That's what she like. She brings her to his bedchamber, and she, we all know what that means. The chick, the chick that was working with him, looked kind of like uh, what's her name from uh, Escape from New York and The Fog. Oh, I thought it was her. Oh, I oh, oh, thought uh, it was her. Uh, 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 from the from uh, Swamp Thing. Yes, Adrian Barbo. Yeah. Yes. She looked. I for a minute there. If you just did a quick glance, I thought, whoa, is she in the? No, no, it's just uh, Barbo. Look alike, look alike. Smaller gotcha. I, that's the best so this is actually the point in which um, I start not remembering. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. All right, no, that's fine. Wow. This will okay. be entertaining because okay. we will tell okay. you yep. what happens after. Yeah, this. yeah, okay, yeah. Got you. So, so pretty much, yeah. He brings she in, and he's like, "Yeah, you know what? You, we can stop torturing you. You get to fuck a hairy ass god. That's me. I'm the hairy ass god, um, <laughs> and uh, things will be cool." Chicken Red <laughs> is like, uh-uh. yeah, just blatantly just It's weird. Like, yeah, she's like, that's my man. Like, even though they don't really establish their relationship other than the fact that she's like his second in charge. She was trying to get on that. Yeah. yeah. So you can see that's building up. And then we cut back to where the brothers well, are, uh, are fucking done with eating right, dinner because, next to the torture room. Ryan and Chief is literally like, no! Yeah. No! Like, I mean, loudly, to the point where they all just kind of look at it like, really? It's really odd, yeah. They cut they and cut that, back to the dinner room table, and that's the point where the brothers are like, you know what, all right, A, we, why are you assholes eating with this shit? And B, like, that's our friend, so I guess we should do something. So they do the old, can't you hand me the apple trick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're sitting, and he looks at one of the monks, he goes, hey, can you hand me the apple? And the monk turns to grab the apple, and then Blondie does a karate kick and the other one does, and like they had this the most organized fight in the entire movie <laughs> which the the key word was can you hand me that apple kick out kick the motherfuckers at the diner table go to the next room the torture area dressed in the monks uniforms because yep. they're, they're using the noggins now what I love is that yeah you have the battles between the monks and you have not an iron maiden but like this Kind of like a iron waist thing where it's like a half <laughs> clamp, like a Play-Doh clamp thing, but with spikes in it. And you see the fighting, and you see the background, and you're and just you're like, like oh, they better happen. put that to use because it's taunting the shit out of me. And they finally do. One of the dudes gets knocked into it, and the guy closes it and it fucking stabs on both sides. But you can tell <laughs> they did not spend the money on this production for that just to be a background piece. Somebody's getting fucking murdered by the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, like, I, I wouldn't call it Iron Maiden, just like a half one. Like, it's just gonna fuck up your yeah, chest really and your was, stomach, yeah, alright? it literally was just, just the yeah. top part of your body. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so the bros pretty much save Winer and Chief. And the, um, the lady in red, the, the, uh, Godin's little lady friend is like, okay, well, you know what, I'm just gonna lead you. To yeah, she's she is so jilted. She's, she's like, like, I'm done. Yeah, I know you killed like half of our dudes, but here, let me show you where you know Green Eyes is because he, you know, gave kissy face to somebody else. And so, pretty much, they roll in there, and which is great because instantly he's like, Did you forget about my powers? and throws one dude up on one wall, throws uh. I guess it was so it throws, the... It throws the blonde-headed brother and then Weiner and Chief. Yeah. And then uh, Flynn the Corner guys is like, I get your yeah. point. Yeah, again, Concord's dude is just like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, man. Like, like I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to fight you. <laughs> Puss is out. But then you get Lady in Red, you know, who comes in and just is like, fuck this noise. Fuck this guy. Stabs him. No, she gives him the axe. Oh, that's right, the axe. She literally gave him the axe. Yeah. In his so chest. he's dying at a very, very slow pace <laughs> to the point where the rope for the curtains that are near, oh, that's he, as he's dying, he looks at it. And, and loops it around yeah. her neck and chokes her while he's dying, yeah. and they die together. But she didn't react at all. Like, no. literally, she stands there, feels the rope go around her neck, and then realizes, oh, shit, this could choke me, and then gets choked to death while he's dying. So they, in this weird... 
almost Romeo Juliet way both die in each other's arms, even though she stabbed him and he strangled her. So, okay. So, all right, all you right. passed out during this next scene. Yes, okay. yes, I don't know. So then know. they go, they leave there, and they go... Well, well, before they leave, Okay. They, the um, the guys come in to attack them, and she's like, oh, your your leader's dead. That's and they're right. Like, and they're like, oh, all right, you're our leader now. Oh, shit. Yeah, she, yeah. Like, they just, like, they accept her, and well, just, like, whatever. Probably because they know, dude with green eye power, top of the list. And they never really decided right. who would be under him because no but one whoever has... killed him. Yeah. Yep. So they're like, all right, whatever. They they leave and they go into the woods, which is very ominous because oh, they man. have a bunch of skeletons about. Yeah, there's skeletons everywhere, and then you see, uh, pretty much, you see. How am I going to describe this? A big. Dude with a beard in a tutu. Well, what's funny is on the internet movie database thing for it, right. it says that he's a giant. I d- uh, and okay. I was like, I, I beg you pardon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if what? I would put him as a giant, <laughs> but randomly he shows up, and I guess they he attacks. Yeah. Okay. Like they start attacking, and then the the fog rolls in, and it's like a yellow mist. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he pulls out a gas mask. Right. And uh, she, Miner in Chief, and Concords all pretty much try to run yeah. away, but pass, they all pass yeah. out. But blonde headed guy decides, oh, I'm gonna climb up this tree. Yeah, Blondie figures it out. But so then we cut to all three of them that uh, wake up. In, in this <laughs> medical tent of some sort, but they all wake up in what I'd like to describe as uh, dry cleaner bags. Yeah, dry, like, bigger dry cleaner bags. But I guess they had to be they had to be thicker than dry cleaner bags. Right, but I was just like, what is happening? And then you see the doctor. Oh man! And then you see all the birds. And then oh. the giant pulls a peacock out of a bathtub, and I'm like, yeah. "What is happening?" But let's go into how the doctor. Right, so the giant oh my God. was already dressed in a ballerina tutu with ballerina shoes. Yeah. Cut to the doctor who is dressed up in what I. I if he started in, Mo- in Amadeus, yes, like that literally the literally. powder wigged, with the, like the makeup, with the makeup lips. which is never explained. It's just like it's his assistant. yeah, yeah. He this is how he works. Which again takes a lot of time and effort to dress like that for no reason. Just that yeah, we want to be weird. Come to find out, he is experimenting. At the time, they thought they're all three of them are in the you know the dry cleaner bags. Um, they see him operating on somebody or pulling parts out. Right, yeah. They think it's Blondie, but he pretty much immediately says, no, 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 this isn't Blondie, so. Oh, my God. This whole thing. <laughs> so he plans on, I guess, experimenting on them. Um, yes. And whenever they talk back, he hits the gas. And that, that, I will say this is where the, the bags that they're, the bag cells they're in comes to effect is that he hits a... Turn cranks up a thing and gas comes in to knock them out. Yeah. So if you start talking shit, he's just like, "All right, we're gonna get passed out." And meanwhile, all this is happening. A blonde-headed brother is up in a tree and he wakes up and realizes that he's climbed a tree. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay, like, okay, we've got. A plan. Oh god. So. Uh, oh my gosh. All right. So she kind of works that deal with the doctor. She's like, "Look, asshole. Like, oh, let me right. go." If you if you let me free, I will like totally help you out. I it's a crystal of crystal, some sort, yeah. some sort of crystal thing, and she sends her winer in chief and the giant to go get it. That's right. Yeah. So you lose the winer in chief and the you know two two giant, and then the doctor takes a nap. Doctor Amadeus decides to take a nap. Jesus down, Christ! This and, movie. And so she's <laughs> like, well. Um, we're in a medical tent. We're in a plastic medical tent that just happens to have a wood fireplace. Yeah. Uh, with coal in it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna swing back and forth like a metronome and see if I can knock this thing over. No, what's amazing is yeah, she knocks the thing over. The fire it starts a fire it, that, perfectly well, enough to melt their cells and not burn them alive. Like when she was going through the plastic, I was like, are you not getting plastic on you? Yeah, like, I was plastic. What's funny is is they get out of the cells, and then they get to the part of the tent, and they're trying to figure out how to get out. I'm like, 
it's a fucking plastic tent. You can just stab some at this point. Y'all are out of the gassing part. Just get the fuck out oh, of there. Oh, but that's when they take the rapiers. That's it's right. Like, yeah, I think they had they grabbed his rapier swords. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. Cool. So cut to back to Blondie, who's exploring on his own. Okay. Oh, God. And you know what? This is the time I am jealous that you didn't make it to this part oh of the movie. Because Blondie finally has made it to the Norks castle, right? Okay. And what it is is there is a bridge that goes over, and you can see there's landmines around there. You have to cross this bridge. It's like a checkpoint Charlie, yeah. essentially. Like, okay. it's the yeah. there's a Berlin Wall. There's a yeah. bridge. And so he starts walking, and there's, like, a random tent right next to it. And out pops this dude with face tattoos, blonde hair, and almost like a... Colonel um, Custard outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, okay, this is weird. I, I wrote and in then, my notes as SoundCloud rapper a la Robin Williams. God damn it. Wow. And then, yes, yes, like a coked out Robin Williams. And I don't mean, like, imagine a coked out Robin Williams. This dude really wanted to be Robin Williams, where he just hits you with shitty impression after shitty impression. And I guess his job <laughs> is to annoy the fuck out of people not battle them. You don't have like this the like uh, the mountain like guarding this fucking bridge. You literally have the most annoying asshole possible to the point I think that the whole plan is is you go up to the bridge and go, "Hey, can I go over there?" and he goes, well, "You can, but I'm going to do a billion impressions." Oh, look at me. I'm gonna... And they go, "It's not worth it. It's not worth it." And they leave. <laughs> yeah, he starts doing a project. Wadi obviously has to get to that castle so he's like, "Fuck this. Okay." So he starts walking. So, shitty Robin Williams impression um, is behind him and, again, doing everything possible. Like, who's there? Knock, knock, whoa, whoa, and just keeps saying shit. Blondie's like, I'm done with you. Takes a sword, chops his fucking arm off, right? And then it glows green and another one appears. Yeah. It's a Hydra effect. Oh, shit. And, of course, he doesn't connect that it's a Hydra effect. So, he does this five more times. So, now there's... Five of them. Yeah. So the one dude that was way the fuck too annoying. Now it's stereo of ah, oh, ooh, oh, oh, look at charge, you in charge. Oh, am I charged? Oh, they God start doing a damn it! Line. They start doing oh. the can can down the bridge. Like, oh like, my God! It's aggressive. I was like, what? I, I hated this character so much. But that you was know what? My favorite part. But <laughs> I, can, I can get to the horse. You know what? They didn't want to waste and have some big motherfucker that might get taken out. They're like, well, let's just see if we can annoy people not to invade our castle. And so... Apparently you, Italian cocaine is way better. Seriously. So... It's magical. We, we leave Blondie as the marching <laughs> Robin Williams are going after him. Back to our regular crew, which is she and Concords, who eventually make it themselves to the, to the castle. They also run into him. And also figure out that if they cut off yeah. parts that like they cut off his head and he still comes back. Luckily they only did it once, so there's only two of him. Oh. But they throw him over the bridge <laughs> onto a landmine and he explodes. And yeah. that was it. Thank God. Like that was it. Yeah. Like it, it took his an entire body to explode. Which is weird. That's the one thing they didn't think right. about is oh wait, there's landmines under this bridge. Just throw the annoying I wanna be Aladdin <laughs> motherfucker off the bridge. So we finally, finally, we're at the Norks. We're at the Norks. The Norks, by the way, love, kind of like um, uh, the green-eyed god did, they love self-promotion. Mm-hmm. They just spray paint, they graffiti their entire place with just like, knock, knock, who's there? Norks. Like, Nork is God. Yeah, Nork, Nork is God. Nork is forever. Yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Just Norks are awesome. Like, Nice. You guys have already conquered this village we know you're the shit okay. yeah exactly we don't need any more of that so pretty much uh all right so we got to be getting to we're now the near the end. Yeah, yeah. we're getting close to the end yeah okay so pretty much our characters get into the castle they knock out apparently norks have um like apprentice time or what would you like New recruits time. Yes. Where they, they bring in recruits. They're only taking two people though. Yeah. But so they're it's like you're then these people have been chosen, so you get to go have dinner. Yeah. And then you battle in this battle royale. So she and okay. Concords 
Now I've got two dudes, a la every movie where, you know, and now we steal your costumes. And then they're sitting at the dinner table. Now, the only thing that bothered me is that everybody has their own motif. She, unfortunately for her, has pretty decent-sized tits that are really <laughs> obvious. There are no female norks right. that I can tell. Yeah. But nobody's, Other than the women that nobody are ever looks at she, even though her face comes up, and be like, hey, dude, you got some boobs. How is that possible? Like, nobody... Nobody and it's, questions yeah, it. Yeah, nobody questions it. And they're just... Hey, 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 Bob had bitch tits in Fight Club. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I was just waiting for someone to come up and be like, um, is that armor under there? What's going on here? Because it's really obvious that there are boobs present. Anyhow, the head nork, which I didn't write his name down, pretty much they he's like, okay, well, we're going to have tryouts. He does a little Tom Fullery because he likes to fuck with people. He's like, now look. Anybody that's not comfortable, because it's going to be a battle to the death with two people surviving, anybody that's not cool with it now, you can go ahead and leave. I'll give you 10 seconds, yeah. and then it counts. Of course, one idiot, as you know what's going to happen, he gets up, he's like, oh, well, you know what, I'm not really into this, so I'm going to, of course they fucking kill him. I mean, like, that's, yeah. that's a little nork, uh, you know, prank yeah, they like, like to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, of course, next thing you know, <laughs> there is Battle Arena. A la, um, what's the? I said Escape from New York because it's kind of like what they did to Snake at the like they throw it him is, in the middle of that. But I would give it more the arena from medieval times, That's where they have the bleachers and the sand. Now <laughs> here's the thing: throughout when they're in the village and in the castle, all candles and stuff like that. But then we find out they also have electricity because when the gladiator battles are going on. They assign one person in the crowd to hold spotlights, oh, yeah, that's giant <laughs> spotlights onto it, even though everything else is lit up with candles. So you get to the nitty gritty, everybody's battling. It comes down to the last four people. It's obviously she, Concords, this other dude with the mask over his face. And the trident guy. Yeah, and the trident guy. Mm-hmm. The trident net guy, which... Well, he throwing that net, he just... Net. Oh, but you forgot to mention the head head guy, the one that I wrote down as the glam zodiac killer. Mm. <laughs> he brings that, he comes out literally executioner style, a la zodiac killer description, glammed out, silver glitter, holds the robot, robot, robot voice. voice with the sister, and she's wearing like this red dress with like a weird carabiner for some reason, and like they're like ah, like we're here now. Yeah, so pretty much, <laughs> come to find out. Blondie was, was in disguise right before they were almost about to kill him. So he's like, hold on, hold on, it's me. And so, hey, the gang's back together, right? So that's yeah. when they pretty much reveal to Robot Voice, Glitter Guy, hey, you know, we've come here for my sister. He's yeah, like... The sister says the one, her one and only line, Tom! Yeah. And like runs <laughs> to the brothers. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, there's no way holding her captive. She sees him, runs to him. They're like, ugh, somebody probably should have put her a jackal or something. Yeah, they, <laughs> she just runs to him, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, so they're like, you know what? You can go. But because of what you did here, we're going now to fuck your shit up. We're going to go to She's Kingdom, and it's ours now. Yeah, we're going to fucking gonna scorch earth the fuck out of your kingdom. Because you came in here, you killed my recruits, I guess some of my important dudes. So you got till sundown, and then we fucking roll out, and we are fucking your shit up. So they all leave. Very, like, freely. Like, yeah. it's not like they're being attacked as they're leaving. Like, they literally just walk out of this fortress. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So they're walking out, and they're going over the bridge now that doesn't have the obnoxious... And Blondie, sister, and Concords are like, well, sorry, your kingdom's about to get fucked up. And they just start walking. So and she's like, she's, no. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna make sure that they can't leave yeah. to destroy. So she picks up a shovel <laughs> and starts digging. It's kind just of pathetic. Dig, it's kind like, of pathetic just, though. Yeah, yeah, like just starts digging. She's like, I've got some time, and you just see her digging a hole. And then, which I was like, what is she gonna like dig a couple holes so they come out? Somebody might trip over the hole before they devastate her kingdom. And that's, I guess, the motivation of. Hold on, guys. We could totally predator the fuck out of this guy, these teams. So you get your montage. Yep. 
What? Yep. Yes. You get you montage. Get, you get yeah. a montage of yeah, they, them taking, moving the mines very carefully into which, different areas, digging holes cute, with spikes. Like, when they do a cute little thing with the landmines where the guy gets scared, and he almost drops the mine. Yeah. And he's just like. Oh. But yeah, so they set up. They're like, all right, and then they put up barriers along the bridge. So, and we get to close to sundown. Out come the fucking norks, and they they had gasoline, so they lit the the, yeah. the the trenches that they made on fire. So they get knocked over, and there's like <laughs> oh, like just yeah, they it's just, just fucked them up. You know, they send groups in, fuck them up. Another groups in, so they keep sending guys and horses, either explosions, <laughs> arrows, gasoline, <laughs> explosions, like all kinds of shit. But there's still a lot of them, and there's only four or three of them. Oh, the the Conqueror, or four of them, yeah. The Conqueror brother gets hit with an arrow and like, or gets hit with uh, the harpoon. Harpoon, thing. yeah, because yeah. the scuba the scuba, scuba Nazi, guy's yeah. still there. And he's like, "How many are there left?" And she's like, "Probably about ten. He's like, "We're not gonna make it." That's when the cavalry. Dun dun dun. Or she and the giant. The, <laughs> yes. giant. the giant and the tutu come in on horseback, and she's got like a whole legion of Amazon women behind her, and they come and they fuck shit up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So tutu, giant and tutu, all the Amazonians come there. They fuck up the rest of the guys on the bridge. And then you cut back to the second in charge, um, Nork, who is just like, I will get you another day. Like, because all of his, most of his. The whole kingdom has been devastated, but <laughs> almost—I'll be honest—like they're set up for a sequel because they're just like, "We'll meet again someday," and then they just cut to it. Allah. Then we get to back to the kingdom, and you've been working on this whole thing where she has risked her fucking life over and over again for Blondie, right? Yeah. Well, Concord's dude and Winer in chief—they—they they hook up. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, so those two. Right. So obviously she, nope, nope. They get back to the fucking uh, crank thing. boat. Yep. And Blondie's like, all right, well, the, thanks for saving our lives and good luck. And it's just like prolonged, like her like looking like she's about to start crying. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just cranking <laughs> he's just, like, away like, across the river. And it goes back to her. And then it goes back to her. They them, keep and setting up where you think he's going to stop and then like jump in the water and Jump swim. the water or jump all, you know, a back, jump off the boat into the land. Nope. <laughs> nope. You get the saddest face from she who's like, I fucking almost died five times and you fucking did this to me. And he's the man that claimed my heart. Like yep. the prophecy said. Yeah. And so she's just upset and then. Credits. Yeah, that's it. Oh my god. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's, that's yeah, so fucking amazing. So they set you up this entire movie, like by the end of this movie, he they will be in love. And they go, No, nah, no, nah, he, he got his sister, that's all I really wanted. Uh thanks for uh the support she and uh, uh piss off lady. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I was so impressed. God oh damn. my god. Alright. Well obviously like in the next like 48 hours, I need to obviously finish this movie. Yes, yes. Holy now, shit. We have definitely gone over because I, and we, I, knew, I knew this was going to happen because this oh, movie yeah. has so much content that you have to talk it about. Really, it really is fucking bananas. So yeah. I brought it up earlier. I'll just make it simple with this. If I was to double feature this, which I more than likely will 100% do, I brought up Doomsday. This movie fits in so fucking well. It's almost just me deciding what I want to watch first. She or Doomsday, but you can swap them out because Doomsday has the same thing. At times, it's a post-apocalyptic movie. At times, it's a virus movie. At times, it's a medieval movie. It's a whole bunch of everything. Oh, so, yeah. And just like this movie, yeah, it's just like, yeah, fuck it. Whatever, whatever rules you want, we're in the post-apocalyptic. There you go. So, um, all right. Well, from if, what you've watched, <laughs> indeed. If I was gonna have this in a devil feature, yeah, um, I would put this alongside Ninja Three: The Domination. I still need to watch that. Which is the most bananas fucking ninja movie because it's not just a ninja movie. It is a ninja movie mixed with. The Exorcist, yes, mixed with I'm sorry, what? A, an aerobics movie. Okay, yes, mixed with it, it, it's this is the one that the chick from Breaking is possessed, right? Yes, thank you. Okay. Yes, right. this movie is so fucking bonkers, and it goes in so many different places that I, yeah, it's that kind of like just it's that that's on my list. I need to madness. watch madness. Yeah, 
So, Katie, is there anything that you would you think you could group with this if you were to kind of double feature this? Well, I'm not as well versed as you as you two, <laughs> but um, I watching it it made me want to watch Escape from New York again. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah totally. Like, I really was like, and, and like even Escape from L.A., which is a nightmare, which makes yeah, it basically yeah. the same movie. Yeah, but in L.A. Much. But anyway, um, but, but yeah, yeah, no, I could I totally see that because again, you have Absolutely. different gangs, you have different throughout New York that kind of go along with this. Absolutely. So, but yeah, so that's she. I fucking love, I, I, eventually I'll own a, probably a hard copy of this. This, this is streaming on Prime yep. right now. Watch it. Yep. Yes. It is bonkers. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. So, please check out Beautiful Disasters uh, on Facebook, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast. Uh, you can reach us directly, beautifuldisasterspodcast at gmail.com. We've got a new shirt. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. On T Public. T Public. Um, Finally. If it's only been a year and a half. With the uh, Battle Royale program, well, there's a Beautiful Disasters program called the Schlock Abuse Program. Fuck so, yes. Yeah, I can't we wait. Stoked, I can't so. wait for that shit to arrive. Yep. I'm so excited. Shit, you already ordered yours? Fuck yeah, God dude. Damn, <laughs> I have Slack. I was like, oh, I'm going to probably order this weekend. You're like, I'm just waiting for it to show up. Yeah, I'm an I'm Slack ass. Uh, no, I'll man. have one eventually. As soon as that thing dropped, I was like, yep. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a design. Yeah, I'm I, yeah, I'm very pleased with that. So uh, definitely check out all the other shows on the GUI network. Now, where can you get that again? Where, where can you get that? Our new GUIpodcast.com, right? Right. Well, yeah, it has all the uh, GUI network podcasts. Goddamn. And then there's a link to T Public right on there. So goddamn right. And you know, you even have another podcast on there, don't oh, you? I do. I do a little uh, a <laughs> little show called uh, From the Mouths of Madness. Oh, horror yes, so shit! If you love horror shit, yes. <laughs> then uh, you should check out From the Mouths of Madness. So definitely check out all the shows. And I very much want to thank all of our listeners uh, over the years. You know, give us feedback. You know, reach out. Especially let us... with schlock abuse. I need yeah, more yeah. ammunition to, to torture groups <laughs> with. Let us know what you want us to watch. I'm still mad about punks. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, for this episode, um, I'm grateful for our new guest, Katie. Hey, let's throw out there. Happy birthday again. So, again, this is Beautiful beautiful Disasters first. Again, we've never had anybody come on on their birthday. So Dreams do come true. That's right. Damn right. (laughs) All right. So, we're going to wrap it up for Beautiful Disasters. I'm the Groots. F you, Hunter. And Katie. Thank you so much. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.